0: The Upside Podcast, your stream to happiness.
1: Welcome back to The Upside Podcast and I'm back in the booth with
0: Robbie. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Good uh, afternoon. Just ticked over. (laughs) (laughs) Um, For context, we'd already done this episode once. Yes, and thank, now we're back.
1: Thanks for th- thanks for that, Robbie. Yeah, but um <laughs> that's good. Nah, no, we're back and we're gonna it's gonna be better than the last time we did it because yeah, it was fresh minds and that'll be good. So I've brought Robbie into the booth with me to talk about confidence today because um a little while ago he posted on his Instagram and the topic was like the description talked a lot about confidence and um and yeah, with many years in public speaking and whatnot, um um Assuming that Robbie's
0: a very confident guy and can talk a lot about it, <laughs> yeah, oh look, I mean it's definitely a manufactured confidence for me it's it's come over um a lot of experience in different elements of the game of of whether it's public speaking or facilitation or um you know talking to different audiences, et cetera so yeah, it's definitely a manufactured confidence and and it's something that I'm really proud to now be able to uh, i guess share some knowledge on or share some experience and tools on and and I guess strategies for. Uh, finding that confidence
1: yeah right I mean and I'll try so like I'm I'm assuming a lot of us listening out there will try to soak up as much as possible but um and always do but yeah confidence being something that's always sort of just like oh yeah just have a bit of confidence it's normally a lot easier said than done because it's such a it is such a dynamic trait that um comes along with a lot of other things
0: yeah it, it, it comes in packages it comes with experience it comes with uh feedback loops and it comes with, um, you know, the, the, the sort of, uh, likeness that I give it is, you know, whether it's sport or whether it's public speaking or whether it's, you know, just one-on-one catch-ups and conversations, you build confidence, uh, with your own parameters, you know, success and confidence is different people with different parameters around it. Uh, and I think it's something that's really important for people to remember is just because you practiced doesn't mean it's going to go perfectly well. Um, perfectionism is something that comes up a lot in this chat uh, and I think it's really important that a lot of people out there understand that you know the the uh happiness trap or the success trap is you know looking at the horizon and, and aiming at that you know emulation role models they're all well and good to to have definitely don't get me wrong Uh but just because you know the best in the world can do it a certain way doesn't mean that you should have your parameters and boundaries and success markers based on that particularly when it comes to confidence
1: absolutely because I mean like we said before there was that saying that I mean a lot of us know that um practice makes perfect but Mm -hmm. um yeah I've sort of moved away from that because realizing that uh perfection or like being the best is a sort of false construct in a way I'd rather reword that saying and say that practice makes confident or builds confidence
0: yeah I, I really love that saying man and perfectionism or being perfect or aiming for perfection is a bit of a scourge on society at times in different facets, uh, you know, body positivity, gender positivity, uh, orientation positivity. These are all things that we should be looking at when it comes to things like confidence, you know, just being okay with where you're at and acceptance and authenticity around it. A lot of people will uh, come off as arrogant if they use their confidence in the wrong way. Right. Um, a lot of people will come off as, uh, you know, hard to be around if their confidence comes off in the wrong way. And, and you know, just because you're confident doesn't mean you should be loud. And just because you're confident doesn't mean you should try and be the right person. Uh, sorry, or be right all the time. That person that wants to always be the, the smartest in the room. You know, confidence is about accepting your faults and flaws and and also, you know, not acting too hard on that confidence too.
1: Right. Yeah. So like, I like looking at confidence stemming from your sense of well-being or self esteem, acceptance, which is acceptance of your body and mind and belief in your own ability skills and experience that you've had. And knowing that, um, where you've come from has got you to this point, but you're still open to trying to gain more experience as well and grow.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and (laughs) a lot of people, uh, struggle with the concept of confidence because their comparative measure is always around how someone else has, you know, taken that track before. Um, I think confidence should be built on your own experiences, not the experience of others. Again, role models, emulation, all that stuff is fantastic, but yeah, you've got to have those individual parameters and boundaries. Otherwise you're sort of setting yourself up for feeling like you're failing. Absolutely. And because, you often get told by other people, oh, you yeah, just have some
1: confidence. And it was like, oh, all right, how do I get confidence? It was like, well, what worked for that person and made them confident may totally be different to how this other person might get confidence. So, I mean, you've said, I'll bring up a couple of points that you raised in the description that you put in your Instagram post, but you said it's one of the hardest things to teach, but one of the easiest things to work on.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's hard to teach because, like I said, it's got to be built on self-experiences and lived experience, if you will. Uh, comes into it. Um, it's hard to teach because what do you teach first and for who? And, and you know, if it's around speaking, you can teach a lot of structural, strategic, tactical elements to sure. make your presentation better, but you still got to be confident in what you're talking about sure. um, as 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 it stands. And when it comes to uh, the comment about it being the easiest thing to work on, easy as in it's easy to implement, not easy to build and not, you know, sort of easy to answer straight away. So it might be a bit of trial and error to find what builds confidence in you. For some people, it's things like, you know, um, visualization or practice or mindfulness or breath work or whatever it might be uh, along the journey that works for different people. For me, it was just doing things outside of my comfort zone Yeah, and building on that. You know, and, and that's just
1: what I was about to bring up because that was the next point that was mm. in the in the description as well. But like, yeah, just that bit of getting out of your comfort zone and experiencing other things.
0: Yeah, and one thing that will resonate with the lads probably listening, uh, you know, go to the shop. This is my challenge for you. If, you. if you sort of feel like you lack social confidence, and I'm not talking about, you know, mental health challenges where people actually lack social awareness and, and, and social confidence. I'm talking about the everyday... Uh, you know, green end of the spectrum. Uh, Go to the shop, pick up a packet of condoms and don't go to the self-serve <laughs> checkout. Go straight to that, you know, middle-aged lady that's working aisle one or that young lad that's working aisle two or whatever it is, Uh, lane two. Do something that really takes you outside of your comfort zone. Take yourself... Something that scares the shit out of you. Yeah, take yourself on a dinner date. Go to the movies. Remember being judged or feeling um, judged in those moments. Anything where you think... Just own it. Yeah. Look at someone. Anytime you look at someone and go, "Man, I wish I was that confident." Try it. Yeah. Wear your budgie smugglers. Wear your bikini. You know. Yep. Um. Uh. Ask someone if they'd like a drink. You know, in all the appropriate ways. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> um. Ask for. You know things like pay rise or ask for a. Uh, 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 promotion or ask for opportunities, responsibilities when we're talking about workplace happiness. Robbie, can I have a pay rise? No, <laughs> see, but the answer is always no until you ask, right? <laughs> uh, I I feel like I'll handball that to Jules, by the way. Um, there's always an opportunity to take yourself outside of your comfort zone, which doesn't, oh, doesn't act as a detriment to you. I got emotional then. Um <laughs> The, the, there's always an opportunity to do things that take, si- take you outside of your comfort zone. They don't necessarily have, to. you know, it's not skydiving all the time. Um, it could just be simple things that you don't think you can do and what you do then is you build a base load for what you, I guess, surprise yourself with. Yeah. So if it's about jumping up on stage or if it's about becoming better in conversations with the opposite sex or the same sex, whoever you're trying to sort of uh, build relationships with or, or whether it's, you know... Um, confidence in in being intelligent or smart or clever around your friends, you're gonna be wrong at times people will have rebuttals and people get afraid to uh I guess try again and that is you know definitive of a of a lack of confidence. So just doing these things over and over are really important to to building that base and i I, I always liken it to endurance or or fitness from a physical point of view. if you're gonna build your emotional mental you know, your confidence-based uh, fitness, you've got to try things over and over and build a new base.
1: Absolutely. And like you said also in that um description as well, apart from the lessons and improvements that you learn, you'll naturally be, um, be more confident as you're trying to do what others haven't got the guts to do. And then when doing these things, they'll, you'll still get the nerves, right? But there isn't that fear.
0: Yeah. Oh, look, I'm, I get nervous doing things that I've done heaps of times before and that I'm getting paid to do. Uh, so I'm obviously, you know, other people have confidence in me. Other people have confidence in the process that I'm taking them through or, or, or building on. Telling yourself that is really difficult at times. So if I've spoken in front of 30,000 people before, which I've done, that doesn't mean that every time I get in front of 30 people that it's easy yeah, uh, or that I don't get nervous. Uh, but my confidence levels... Allow me to repeat those positive things to myself. You've done this before.
1: You've done it so many times. You've done it
0: that many times that they're paying you to come back. Yeah. Or you've done it so many times that, you know, last time sucked, but the time before that was okay. You know, it's actually being able to uncloud your mind and be, you know, clear on what you've been good at in the past or what you've gotten through in the past. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be great. Uh, if you ask anyone that I've ever MC'd or hosted for, there's no way that the word professional perfect would be their first iteration of thought. It would be, oh, it was, it was engaging or it was fun or um, it made my job easier, you know? And he was professional. Like it's an afterthought. Yeah, right, yeah. Professionalism, perfectionism. Um, you know, I'm not talking about being okay with mediocrity, but it doesn't have to be to the nth degree all the time. Yeah.
1: I mean, we'd mentioned before, like, um, taking the sort of the lengths of someone like Steph Curry, like, uh, Mm. NBA champion, Golden State Warriors, um, yeah, basketball player. He's gotten to the point where he is now, like, where he's practiced so much that he's so confident with his ability to pretty much shoot the ball anywhere on the court and turn around
0: and trust that it's going to go in. Yeah, turning his back in the All-Star game to the the point. Yeah. Oh, look. Look, repetition, practice. Repetition, um, repetition, repetition. It definitely helps. And, you know, we talked about comfort zone before. It's just taking yourself outside of your comfort zone, whatever it is, whether it's workload, effort, time, dedication, determination. uh, They are all confidence builders as well. So like I say with resilience, like I say with confidence, hard to teach, easy to sort of start the process of working on it yourself. Yeah. Because your experiences will build that knowledge. Um, And then, of course, you know, uh, great saying, I, th- I think I came up with it, but I'm going to claim it anyway, you know, <laughs> um, passion begins a process and process continues a passion. So if you're passionate about something enough, you will put in the effort that becomes a process to make you better in that space, whether that's confidence in, you know, whatever we're talking about right now, whatever you're feeling out there. Um, and then one thing that uh, I think the Steph Curry example brings up is if you don't want to work on it to the point of, you know, uh, it bothers you or, you know, you're not kind of dedicated to it, then maybe that's not the area you want to be working in. Yeah. Well, not, that's not the thing you want to be focusing on. And that talent versus skill conversation comes into it. Heaps of talent builds on the skill. You know, heaps of natural talent, they build on the skill. That's, that's something that people forget about. And, uh, you know, I think I mentioned before, I'm not a proponent of like the hustle culture uh, or toxic positivity. Um, but but there you still have to put yourself under the kind of, stress
1: and practice that and putting yourself in that or out of your comfort zone so
0: you can learn those lessons and and it builds that new base in the way yeah yeah. exactly right and you keep developing those certain uh those pathways or those those ways forward and yeah i mean you know great examples around sport for sure but also in in business uh yeah i think about people like um you know and regardless of your thoughts on these people by the way uh you know your your twiggy forests or your uh, Elon Musk or people that have, you know, been really successful in, successful in their lives, a lot of them did things that took them outside of their comfort zone to be more confident the next time that happened. So whether that's going to a bank for financing or pitching to investors or, you know, they they've gotten more confident, not perfect, but more confident because they've gone and tried those things and maybe there's been some rejection, but we always fear rejection. It's not the rejection we fear. It's the meaning we put to it. Sure. You know, we put that on there. Um, If you ask to buy a drink for someone that you're trying to, you know, woo and they say no, immediately your thoughts go to, why didn't they like me? You know, what is it about me? But there could be a hundred things going on in their life that made them say no. Um, We always sort of put our own lens over things. So whether it's the confidence factor or the positive factor or the happy factor, they all come down to the same uh, ingredients. And and that is the ability to accept that it's not going to be great all the time. Sure.
1: And like, Say if something like that were to happen, it might it might knock your confidence back down a little bit. But it's that ability to sort of get the momentum back up and going again, that resilience to bounce back and get the confidence back to where you know where you're normally at. Yep. And it's it's sort of like things like um yeah, so tips and tools or whatever you might want to call them, like to mm. get to grow or build your confidence. Things like like we talked about already, practice. So, but um also um Depending if you use it or not, I use it sometimes. Uh visualising things as mm-hmm. well. Um, positive thinking. Like so, so yeah, say if you wanna go buy someone a drink and then say, Oh uh, like no, it's like all right, I'll just ask this girl No, I actually No. Oh I ask this girl, but that, like accepting that that
0: happened and then yeah. Yeah, and, and, and again, uh you know, the answers like we said and joked about before, the answers always sort of no until until you ask. And um, we're talking about reasonable situations. Yeah. Um, there's also this uh, overarching feeling of dread that people have around doing new things. Uh, and I get that that's human behavior uh, 101. But one of the beauties of, of life, unless it's absolutely catastrophic, there's an opportunity that will come up again to try that that thing that put you outside of your comfort zone that maybe didn't go the way you expected. Not everyone's had the best of days uh, in their... Um, in their life. And again, if you're thinking about the Steph Curry's of the world, you know, uh, different people, different parameters, um, people look at his game when he scores 15 points and, and does not much else that, you know, he had the worst game ever and, 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 and wow, what's happened to him. Then it's on him individually to cut that noise out and just be like, no, I've been here before. Yeah. I've had moments where I haven't been the best and I've had moments where I haven't contributed. That doesn't mean I won't be able to do it in the future. That's confidence.
1: Yeah. So yeah, we're talking a lot about, about these guys who are high up, but I guess just for for anyone listening out there, it's like try relate these as much to yourself as possible. So like in those moments where yeah something doesn't go your way, just know then and trust within yourself that you'll do better next time, and you'll build you'll build your confidence, you
0: build your practice. Yeah, and and let's call it the sort of grassroots level for for lack of a better term, you know, people out here, out there listening to this, maybe there's some elite sportsmen out there, maybe Braden's listening (laughs) um, or Jules in his own lunchtime. Uh, (laughs) In his dreams. Yeah, in his dreams and then he wakes up. Um, But if you're out there and you're someone that, you know, wants to be more confident in building friendships, you know, a lot of people these days because of the reliance on technology find it really hard, really difficult, really difficult actually to build new friendships because they're so comfortable in the ones that they have and they're so unconfident, lack of confidence, uh, surrounds, you know, making these new relationships and friendships. And the tip that I give to people in that space is, is super simple. Again, try things you haven't tried before, yep. you know, going up and asking people if you can participate in certain, um, uh, tasks or responsibilities or activities, particularly in a workplace where it's easier to do, uh, will build your confidence in creating new networks and new, uh, I guess, offshoots of life, you know. And uh, and, and when you struggle with making um, new connections or new friends or new relationships, usually that comes down to the fact that one time you got rejected or one time it didn't work out. And confidence and then resilience is seeing past that and bouncing back from that.
1: Absolutely. I'd like to um, hear what you think about power poses and confidence.
0: Yeah, I mean, horses for courses, right? Um, And I say this all the time. If things work for you, they work for you. Some people believe in astrology. Some people think it's rubbish. Some people believe in manifestation and visualization. Some people don't think that that they could subscribe to it and and use it effectively. But ultimately, it doesn't bloody matter. Um, Almost put an explicit on this (laughs) content. Um, It doesn't matter what other people think if it works for you. As long as it's within reason, it doesn't affect other people negatively. I think try whatever you think will work for you yep. and, um, you know, uh, whether it's going out and doing that, that, you know, awkward shopping or taking yourself to the movies or, you know, going on a on a dinner date by yourself at a fancy restaurant, whatever it is that helps you build confidence uh, should should be something that you try. So if it is power poses, you know, there's research around so many different areas that will ultimately prove that they work in some way, shape or form if you look hard enough. Yeah. Power poses is one of them. I think it's about 33% rise in testosterone. uh, And testosterone is a performance-enhancing hormone um, and a chemical that really helps you with, I guess, confidence, right? So if it's power poses, if it's visualization, uh, I've been using, uh, particularly for like big events that mean a lot to me, um, just like box breathing. Yeah, yeah. You know, four in, hold for four, four out, hold out for four. In a, you know, if you visualize a square, you're going around the box in four second intervals, and it just grounds you, hey? Yeah, I mean, I just find that it, it calms the nervous system. There's so much research around that that shows that that's true. Uh, first responders use seven eleven, seven 7 in, 11 out. You know, it's so it's, there's that many things that you can do to help calm your nerves, and nerves come from uh different areas of the brain that relate to confidence. Yeah, yes, they're related, but they're not the same thing just because you're. Nervous before something happens doesn't mean you're not confident. Well, nerves it doesn't are, mean you nerves are good though, right? Because it means you want to do well. Yeah, I think from a uh, uh, from a traditional psychology point of view or a positive psychology point of view, being nervous uh, is not the same as being anxious, and it's not the same as having anxiety. Yeah. So we can't thread these things together all the time in this space. Nerves are a natural reaction to something outside of your comfort zone. But what those, if you visualize, um, you know, we're looking at this desk here, and there's like a, a, a sound. Uh, equaliser bar, right? And if it hits yellow or red, it means you're too loud or it's too high. But I want you to think about the yellow or the red being okay. And you've hit that level before, you can hit it again and everything will be okay. Nothing blew up, nothing went wrong. Um, So think about that from a confidence point of view. If you can get to those levels once, you can absolutely do it again. If you can reinforce that value or that idea that you have been here before and now you're coming back to it, you can do it once again. That you know, constitutes all the things like resourcefulness, resilience and, and ultimately self-esteem and confidence. Absolutely. So I just wanted to go back to that um,
1: power pose thing and just explain exactly what power posing is for, yeah, great. for those who don't know. yeah, it's sort of like, say, yeah, before you go on stage or before you go out and do something you want to do, like play a game of football, basketball, whatever it might be, it's, it's sort of like you can search them up, what power poses are, like, um, and the different positions, but it, like there's things you do prior to going out there and um, performing that activity that to give you that sort of adrenaline boost or um, testosterone boost, confidence boost.
0: Yeah, or even to calm the adrenaline, increase the testosterone, yeah. or calm the cortisol, increase the serotonin or dopamine. Yeah, it's about balancing out the way your body feels and, and ultimately, when it comes to fight or flight and and that anxious feeling, um, just because you feel a little bit nervous doesn't mean you're anxious. have to reiterate that, but... You might be nervous because you don't know your topic too well, or you might be nervous because it's a new audience. Variables create nerves. Yeah. So if I come into this booth and talk into this microphone, I did not feel nervous for a second because I've done a hundred times and, you know, it's a booth that I've been in a thousand times. Yeah. Familiar physical environment, familiar emotional environment. The first time you came in here though, how did you feel? Kind of
1: like suffocated
0: or a bit claustrophobic. Right. How different do you feel now compared to then? Oh, mate, I'm at home right now. Yeah. Right. You can so much room for activities. Right. But I think again, that's a base load or, or, or a um, a recovery versus new level of confidence. Yeah. Uh, You know, you recovered from that traumatic, catastrophic, claustrophobic experience the first time. (laughs) And that was your new level. That was your new uh, uh, yellow or red on that equalizer. So, yeah, it's about repetitive uh, repetition, yes. Building the new foundations. But if you don't have a lot of opportunity to build the same environments to, I guess, create repetition, then it's about knowledge. Sure. Then it's about how you feel about your topic and yourself. Just look at all the variables that go into that, that process. So I guess for those that are listening, maybe it's about feeling more confident in presenting or public speaking. Because yeah. I think it's like the equal biggest fear other than death, um, or s- a lot of people would prefer the second option than the first option sometimes. Okay. And the reason we fear public speaking is a variety of things. It's judgment, comparison, expectation, uh, all the different facets that affect our happiness on a daily basis rolled into one experience. Right. And judgment one-on-one is one thing, but judgment one-to-many or many-to-one, a whole different ball game. Yeah. So you've got to be able to create a an environment, a physical and emotional environment that reduces those factors. So look at the variables that go into the task or the result that you're trying to get. Yeah. And then work on those variables individually, and that's how we can build the tool belt around confidence, in my opinion. Sure, absolutely correct. Um,
1: but yeah, I guess if you're listening out there and you you are searching for ways to uh, build confidence, there's plenty of ways that we've just mentioned in this podcast already. But yeah, even get on the webs and. Um, search up some of the things and try the, try them out. And yeah. it might not work. It might work, and just then if they do work, focus on the things that um, that do work for you. Um, because yeah, all these things like, like practice practicing, visualizing these power poses, like Robbie said before, like um, it works for others. But yeah, it just depends what works for you. So get out there, do some testing. Um, but yeah, there's been a lot in this podcast. We really hope you enjoy. I'd like to leave you with a challenge. Like we mentioned before, get out there and do something that scares the absolute shit out of you yeah. so you can grow your confidence. Um, whether that be some of the condom example that we said before.
0: Yeah, don't do anything that's, you know, dangerous to your, uh, you know, mental, emotional, or physical health. Oh,
1: I'm going to give it a crack. Um, I, haven't, I haven't done it before. Well, there you go.
0: And, and e- even if it's something that you kind of create for yourself. Uh, but like I said, if you look at other people and you think, holy shit, that person is so confident or that moment or that uh, example exudes confidence try it yourself yeah try it yourself um, and, and surprise yourself or learn from it yeah whatever the result it's going to help you with that confidence
1: thanks a lot guys hope you enjoyed the episode and we'll catch you in the next one peace out
0: that's been the Upside Podcast thanks so much for joining us please head to happinessco.org for more information